Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you so much, and welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Today we feature an excellent band, Sundressed. We'll meet Trevor Hedges and A.J. Peacocks of Sundressed and talk about their new record, Home Remedy. Home Remedy is filled with infectious energy and well-crafted lyrics that are unapologetically open and honest. Trevor and A.J. also talk about their shared affinity for boutique coffee and how it inspired their own podcast called Social Drip. During the episode, we'll hear special acoustic versions of three songs from the Home Remedy album. We'll hear Your Frequency, No Thanks, and Cash Out. It's a great-sounding record, and I know you'll enjoy the conversation with Trevor and AJ. So let's begin today's show with an acoustic version of the song Your Frequency by Sundressed on Joy Sounds. It's harder when you're an adult just to keep your stomach full. It can start to feel like a chore. No matter the severity, you're still trying to live the dream, even though your back is so sore. So go and get a second job, work until your arms fall off, dying but you don't know what for. Feel the need to pump the brakes, don't know why your elbow shakes, you wonder why your health is so poor. You wanted to meet up with me, but I keep saying I'm busy. I wanna match your frequency, let it all roll off of me. Tell them I'll fuck up for me. I'll take a bit of busy. And in between, you're always there for me. Go and say a prayer for me. I'm sick of being so busy. I just wanna call it quits, but I'll just get over it. Really gotta keep myself in check. Cause sometimes my blood starts to boil like overheated motor oil I'm the only one who's sticking out my neck You wanted to meet up with me But I keep saying I'm busy I wanna match your frequency Let it all roll off of me Tell them I'll fuck up for me That was your frequency. 
off the new record, Home Remedy by Sundressed. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, Trevor Hedges and AJ Peacocks of Sundressed. Hey guys, how are you doing? Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. It's so great to have you guys here. And what a great song. What a great record. Congratulations on this. Thank you so much. <laughs> and this tune in particular really resonates with me. This notion of uh, I'm sick of being so busy and not being able to connect I think is such a snapshot of what so many of us contend with. And I just kind of want to hear your angle. How, how did you come up with this song? I think where I was at when I was writing it lyrically was I was like working two different jobs and just finding myself like between, you know, I, I was like being a barista at one job and I was cleaning pools two days a week and I was so tired whenever I wasn't working or like had like a, you know, a, another obligation. So I kind of just like always just felt that sentiment and I've always just kind of written what's on my mind. And that was just something that I feel like not only me, but it's kind of like almost normal for our generation to have a second job or like right. what they call a side hustle or something like that. And it's like, we're, we're always grinding just to like pay rent. It feels like so it was kind sure. of like, it was kind of from that kind of frustrated standpoint. Yeah. I can tell by the songwriting on the record that you do write from personal experience because all of this seems really honest and very direct and very authentic. Is there a theme that we should look for when we check out home remedy? Yeah. You know, thank you for noticing that like something that we kind of wanted to do production wise with this record was I've always kind of been very into lyrics and, you know, making sure they are delivered with feeling and stuff like that. And we had had a lot more heavy production in the past where it almost kind of felt like, you know, these lines that I wanted to be noticed kind of just were smoothed over with, you know, tuning and harmonies and like, so that was something that we were really excited to focus on. And um, I was going through a lot of kind of personal change when I was writing these songs, like seeking a therapist and mental health for the first time in a long time and kind of going through what it was like to figure out like insurance and stuff like that for that as, as an adult now. And um, so a lot of, a lot of like the idea of home remedy came to me because like both with, you know, mental and physical health, it's so normal to look online or look for some alternative situation because of your insurance or financial situation. So it was kind of like, I thought of home remedies in like, you know, a literal sense and, you know, a metaphorical sense of like, what's your home remedy to, you know, like look for those positive things in life that like, you know, when, that make everything else that you have to do worth it, you know? And yeah. for me, like for me, it's been writing songs has just been a very common, common denominator in me struggling through anything. And that's why I kind of like to um, definitely talk about the shitty parts, but, you know, kind of put a more of a positive spin on it. Like this is things that I've been through, but I've gotten through them. The other thing that I've noticed you've been, very open uh, about being an advocate for mental health and awareness in this area. And this record actually is an extremely um, 
positive message about not being afraid to seek help, being vulnerable and, and being okay with that to be able to get the kind of support that you need set against some really great rockin' tunes, you know? So the, the, uh, there's this hard rock energy, and then all of a sudden it's just like, wow, this is this is a real positive message. Thank you. Thanks a lot. <laughs> one, of, one of the first things that me and Trevor bonded over was just the bands that we liked in common, and uh, the happy, sad song is a thing that we talk about a lot, and I, I feel like that's kind of what you're picking up on there a little bit is these songs that have heavy subject matter, but they have to be fun as a delivery. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. As a vehicle. AJ, um, when did you join the group and how did that come together? Well, I met Trevor um, in a, a different incarnation of Sundress in 2013. Right after I graduated from college, I went on my first tour in that summer. Um, just Sundress happened to be the opening band in Phoenix. And so met Trevor. And I also had like a small band back in LA called Days of Light Gravity. And so we started trading shows back and forth. We put out a split together. And then it was always talked about that like if there was ever a, a vacancy in the band or somebody couldn't make a tour that I would fill in. And it never really happened until 2017. And then I, I did like four or five tours in a row with these guys. And uh, finally, Trevor was like, do you do you just want to like join the band? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah, you've been hanging, you've been hanging out so much. You might as well just join the band at this point, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it really seems like you guys have an affinity for the same type of music, the same influences. One band I know we both love is, is "Saves the Day." It's a huge one for us. Yep. I personally really loved singer songwriter music when I was first writing songs, like a. Uh, Elliot Smith, um, Connor yeah. Ober, stuff like that. So that that is always kind of in the back of my head because that's where I learned how to write songs. But um, I also grew up on all the all the fun punk, you know, like Get Up Kids, stuff like that. So I can't ever hide those influences. <laughs> you guys met on the road. I know that you have toured constantly over the past few years. So the conditions that we're under with this shutdown has had to be all the more difficult for you guys. But I want to touch upon how you were addressing releasing a record at this time and not able to tour. Well, on my end of things, I, yeah. I've been a ton of like just remote session work kind of stuff. The band has been just doing as many like live stream performances as we can, um, getting our Twitch game up to snuff and uh that's actually how we rolled out um the release month of um home remedy we just kind of every sunday had like a different thing going on on twitch yeah and just any kind of engagement that we can have that way lots of music videos which has been cool for the streams we did we we worked on some pre-recorded content for each one to make it a little little interesting like we did one where we had the whole band watching like all the early music videos and commenting them on and then one we did a bunch of cover songs where like, you know, AJ did his very own cover where he played everything and made a video of it that we were able to like put in the middle. So it was kind of fun to like try to figure out how can we make this entertaining? Because like I've watched so many live streams of just like the phone set up with the acoustic guitar, you know, which is great for a lot of people, but like, I could I could see how that could get dull after a while. So it was cool to, you know, try different things that way. Have you found that the meaning of this record has taken on a different light or a new relevance during this time? Yeah, it was funny because we shot the first video video for the title track Home Remedy about 
two weeks before everything shut down and the whole video, it's just me in a bedroom by myself. So it was like, I was like pre quarantined in the music video. Like, like we knew it was going to happen or something. So that like that right away was like, wow, this is too relevant. (laughs) (laughs) And how do you guys go about splitting up the songwriting duties? Honestly, until I started playing with AJ and Vic, Sundressed was very much kind of my songwriting project that I had friends play with me. I didn't, I did pretty much all the writing or would be a producer and myself. Um, So for this record was the first time we had for the most of the songs, I was kind of sending AJ some acoustic ideas and he's such an incredible instrumentalist, which is a talent that I very much lack. I can barely play four chords to write a song. So it was kind of like, sending my lyric and melody ideas and sending them over to AJ and AJ would kind of build a song. And and then AJ actually ended up completely writing a song for the record too. So that Mm -hmm. dynamic is definitely changing as we kind of solidify members. And with this record, it just feels way more like a band and not just my project. Like there's, you know, there's more people that, were involved in the process thus more people have ownership and pride in it you know so it's it's that's what i've always wanted i've never wanted to be the boss songwriter basically i've just tried to surround myself with musicians that i'm a fan of and get convince them to play in my band (laughs) (laughs) so it's like why why wouldn't i have them write AJ, is there a chance we can hear one of your tunes? Oh yeah, sure, we can listen to No Thanks. How this song happened is your classic, I I dreamed the chorus. And in my dream, Alkaline Tree was playing the chorus, so I had to like go through a bunch of their songs and make sure that it wasn't actually one of their songs. And then uh, for the verses, what I did is I had a melody, I had the chords that I wanted to play, and I just needed lyrics. So I went into um, a couple songs that, we were working on that weren't going to make the record. And I picked some verses from this other song and the subject matter just happened to fit so well. So in a way, Trevor did write a portion of this song. He wrote the verses lyrics. (laughs) So it's a co-write, even if it's uh, wasn't done in real time, but there was, there was a collaboration. It was, it was was unbeknownst to me because he just sent me a demo of the whole song. And I was like, I kind of remember writing those lyrics, but not not this song at all. This is <laughs> yeah. awesome. It's it's probably one of my favorite songs on the record. And and I will say just as an aside that my job in this whole process was so fun and easy because obviously the hardest part is writing the song, and that was already done. And Trevor was just sending me these like bare bones acoustic and vocals and melody, and then I was allowed to do whatever I wanted with them. Nice. And that that freedom is just like okay, cool, like. Let's go for it. And, yeah, right. The heavy yeah. lifting has been done. You can just kind of like take it from there. That's fantastic. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So this is No Thanks by Sundressed on Joy Sounds. My birthday was so bittersweet My 20s slipped away from me I couldn't face it much to my dismay Lonely as lonely can be With all my friends surrounding me I couldn't think of anything to say Couldn't think of anything to say It was the best night of my life No thanks to you 
It was the first time I had fun Not needing no one Convinced that they all hated me For something that happened last week I showed up but I didn't wanna stay Showed up but I didn't wanna stay It was the best night of my life No thanks to you It was the first time I had fun Not needing no one And all the bad thoughts when they come Don't mean as much It was the best night of my life, no thanks to you. It was the first time I had fun, not needing no one. And all the bad thoughts when they come, don't mean as much. It was the first time I had fun, not needing no one. And that was No Thanks by Sundressed, off of their most recent new record, Home Remedy. So welcome to my podcast, but I understand that you guys have uh, recently launched a podcast. Is this a new thing for you? Uh, We started it in July. I remember the first episode was like July 3rd, and we had about 10 episodes recorded ahead of time, and we were going to roll them out each week. I think two of them ended up not being able to air just because of uh, like bands talked about stuff that wasn't announced yet. Yeah. And uh, then everything, you know, with scheduling got pushed aside. So we just had to, yeah, we had to make do. So I think there's about eight episodes, but it's called social drip. And I was telling you a little bit off um, microphone that podcast is about, um, well, one of the things that me and Trevor always bonded over was our love of specialty, like third wave bougie coffee. And so one of our favorite things to do on tour is go visit different bougie coffee shops. And we found that lots of other musicians also have this weird niche interest. And so we uh, send them a bag of coffee and then we all drink it on the podcast together, talk about flavor notes, brewing methods, our favorite shops that we go to on the road. And it's the best nerdiest thing ever. Bands talking <clears throat> coffee. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That is that is a very well defined concept for a show. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. It also turns out that barista is like the most common job amongst touring band members <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> very very accurate. But yeah, it's it's got brought in us a lot of kind of cool stories from people we didn't know that well. We got some like guests that were in bands that AJ and I are both fans of so that was pretty cool oh man that's awesome and um yeah yeah we kind of just wanted another project to do during quarantine and then we got really busy when we're getting close to the record coming out so we kind of put it on the back burner but now we're we're getting back into it so that's fantastic we have some cool plans for some cool guests one of our guests even started a coffee roaster so we're gonna have them back on the show to talk about that what would be my introduction to sort of this boutique level coffee what would you recommend well are you, are you still living in la yeah all right you need to go to intelligentsia <laughs> and uh 
you could order a pour over coffee, um, just black. It's funny. We were just telling our manager about this because he doesn't like coffee and he wants to like coffee. So we were like, what, what should you do? Um, get, <laughs> you should get coffee that's single origin. So the name on the bag is the name of like even a specific farm in a specific oh, country Okay. instead of anything that's a blend. Blends are cool, but if you want to get nerdy with it, single origin is best. A good drink to kind of introduce yourself to espresso. Um, if you want to be tasting the espresso and you're not getting like, you know, your typical Starbucks mocha or something that has a lot of sugar in it. Mm -hmm. um, really good espresso and well-steamed milk is going to be naturally sweet and flavorful. So a good way to start with that is a drink called a cortado, which is like a very similar to a cappuccino, but a little bit smaller and it's served in a glass. So the milk isn't steamed as hot and it's a pretty quick drink, but it's a really good way to be like, oh, coffee prepared. This well doesn't need anything else. Nice. So yeah. that's, I would say, yeah, get a pour over and a, and a cortado at Intelligentsia. That'll, that'll give you a good gauge of where you're at. This is great. You know? I, I, I never realized that I'd get this kind of advice on my show. So <laughs> I appreciate that very, very much. That's what we're here to do. So I was uh, uh, listening to the record, Home Remedy. What I really appreciated, and you had already mentioned this, is um, that it feels like a band, but I have to say it sounds like a band. And I have to ask oh. sort of the production side of things. Did you guys... Did you guys record that with everybody in the room at the same time? Because it sure sounds like there's that chemistry going on. <laughs> I, I love that you're saying this because I actually played every instrument except the drums. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that true, AJ? Yeah. AJ, yeah. AJ for the win. <laughs> so it is it is a band in the sense that uh, all the all the band members that played on the record have some similar interests and similar uh, techniques. They're all me. <laughs> and then Vic, who is our drummer. <laughs> yeah. All right. The secret has been revealed. I have pulled back the curtain that it's uh that it was an uh, it was a uh, AJ all along. But I have to I have to say, well done because Thank you. it really does sound like it sounds like the band got together. We also got very lucky. Our our producer, um, Mike Peppy, is like instantly became our friend. He's like our bud now. We just call him to hang out and come up to LA and chill. But um, we got to record this at Barefoot Recording, which is Eric Valentine's studio. Oh, yeah. And so just the bands that had recorded there, the bands on the wall, like Taking Back Sunday, Third Eye Blind, all these bands that we grew up worshiping, like uh, Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, the, just the fact that they had all been there and recording in that space that we were now getting to record in, like that informed a lot of sort of the inspiration and kind of like energy going into that whole recording process. Yeah, there's definitely some like, I almost feel like I'm not supposed to be here type feelings <laughs> first walking in there. You can absolutely feel the energy in that room and it's wild. Yeah. Uh, you guys have been telling us a little bit about the, the videos and uh, the other things that you've been doing as a part of this, um, as part of Home Remedy. Um, do you got anything coming up that our Joy Sounds listeners should keep an eye out for? Oh, we, we just uh, shot a video for Cash Out, actually. It's the last song on the record, and it kind of ended up being a favorite of everyone's. And it's a slow song, which is kind of kind of rare for us. We, we usually keep it upbeat. It was funny, actually. The original demo, I don't know. I think we just had like 11 hours in the practice space, like studio brain. But we like, we had the 
verses like way up tempo and the chorus really slow and because of that i thought it was a dud and then aj went back to it and made it a slow song and we we all loved it it was one of those things like why did we have a tempo change in only the verses let's just make it all slow (laughs) yeah yeah and then it made Um, sense we're shooting it with this guy charles barth and we had never worked with him before but the footage we've seen so far is just really cool and kind of a different we wanted to go for more of like a intimate emotional kind of video because our past few have been more on the like on the lighter side kind of humorous kind of stuff so we wanted to do something a little more serious and it is like we've never had a sundress video like this i'm i'm pretty excited for how it's gonna be outstanding so we will definitely keep an eye out for this and you Mm -hmm. Um, have offered to play Cash Out for us as we wrap up today's uh, episode, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's great. And there's a real powerful opening line. I'm making deals with my subconscious self. If it gets worse, I'll ask for help. And I really think that that, um, that level of directness, but also that, that that really captures a lot of the themes of the record. Am I Am I right on this? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, a big a big part of sundress for me has in you know, it has been a therapeutic process for me to write the songs but also to have people connect with them and you know I've been pretty open with a lot of things that I've been through and have found you know that people have heard the songs and it has helped them through similar things which is like like you can't really beat that feeling for me that's really why I do it so I think that's why I'm I'm kind of willing to be so transparent and open about everything because it you never know who's listening that it might help. Trevor, AJ, how great it is to catch up with you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks thank for, having, for us. having us. This is awesome. To wrap up today's show, this is Sundressed performing Cash Out on Joy Sounds. making deals with my subconscious self if it gets worse i'll ask for help and i need a check but i've got nothing to sell so i'm putting in some hours but it's not working out well and i don't know what else to do There's nothing that I can contribute to Is this the reason that we're dying? It's probably more affordable so just stop trying I really, really wish that I could help you out But it'll be a few years before I cash out So let's resume, are you not feeling well? If it gets worse, might need some help But our insurance lapsed so much for mental health We are spiraling and spiraling, yeah this is total hell And I don't know what else to do There's nothing 
trying I really, really wish that I could help you out But it'll be a few years before I cash out The Arizona heat is climbing and it's only April So stay inside, we've gotta hide and fake it through the day till it gets dark and it's slightly more bearable Then we'll realize that life is not so terrible The Arizona heat is climbing and it's only April So stay inside, we've gotta hide and fake it through the day till It gets dark and it's slightly more bearable Then we'll realize that life is not so terrible Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know.